This is the French. This is the French Unicode travesty on Tuesday, July twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen, and now that ten thirty peak. This episode of the French was recorded for podcast number eight, which you can find at thenexus.tv slash pk eight. I'm speaking. How's it going? It's been so long since I've recorded anything. Okay, so do 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 do. Hey, pocket eight. Well, uh, while uh, we're waiting here, Fringe, I just wanted to say hi. Uh, uh, you know, uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's been a few, couple weeks probably, since I was last here, and uh, in that meantime. I've been working on a couple things. I was working on this Laravel thing, and you know, you know what tires, you know what wears me out? Not knowing what to do. Like, my biggest problem in life, my biggest fatiguer, one might say, is when I come up to something and I say, I don't know what to do now. Like, I don't mind doing repetitive tasks. I don't mind doing something over a couple of times. But what I don't like is not knowing how to go on. Um, let me take a quick look here. Hello? Yeah, it works. Hello? Um, I can probably hear you. Yeah? Probably? Yes, I do. Cool. And Brandon is here, too. Hello? Hey, gang. How's it going? Oh, it's pretty good. Going well. Awesome. Let me just check just check my audio. Yeah, it looks like it's coming through the snowball, which is good. That is good. Uh, any other internet issues? Yeah, not 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 right now, at least. No, no Qualcomm, no Qualcomm, bloody crap. No Comcast outage. No CenturyLink outage. <laughs> no Qualcomm outage, indeed. <laughs> well, I mean, it kind of has been for at least two years. Had to restart my router three times yesterday, or between my mom, dad, and me. So do you oh, do you gosh. have um do you have Central Air, Brian? Central Air. Yes. Yeah. We don't have that here, so if we didn't have that little fan on that on that uh, modem and router, it would be dead constantly, most likely. Oh gosh, yeah, ours, ours is in the basement where it's a lot cooler. Yeah, but I don't know. I still think it's worthwhile putting a little USB fan right on them. Yeah, mine doesn't have a USB port. Oh, I mean, I, the the you can get a fan at Target, and it comes with the USB brick, and it just oh. it you just plug it into a normal outlet. Seriously, that's awesome. Those, yeah, it's like the one of the um. You know, uh, like back to college, like a dorm USB fan. It comes with a a very similar Android styled power brick, and you just mm. plug it into your little yellow or blue or red fan. Nice. Yeah. I need to pull up the show notes. That's that's kind of what I'm doing right now too. Sorry if I sound a little bit spacey. Well, oh, I... don't worry. I just that's all I've been doing lately: spacing. Uh, I have put into the show notes a link to the USB fan because I am a huge fan of the USB fan. Oh, look, it's even eight ninety nine now. So, what's photo booth memories? That's pointing to a local address. Uh, so yeah, uh, I was gonna upload a picture to that. Just give me one second for that one. Oh, right, local addresses, huh? Yeah, okay, I got ya. I mean, maybe you you hack you hack DNS servers, but I doubt it. Yeah, not that cool. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> so this is seriously a company that rents out photo booths. Yeah. Nice. Um, let's see. 
Um, so the first link is their current website, and apparently Google told them that they don't have any mobile readiness. And so I made this website for them when I was in junior year, I think, at, in high school. So it's, you know, it's pretty old. It's like six years old now. Um, and so, uh, of course, you know, I'm using uh, the the new thing that everybody uses, which is Foundation. Nice. So do they do they contact you to get this updated? Yeah. You do them? Okay. How cool. Nice. And I will put a link to an image for all of our listeners so they can see that. Um, but basically, I wanted to ask uh, either one of you, since uh, you know I'm not a designer, what do I do? How do I design things? Fix your navbar links. Ah, uh, well, you know, <laughs> prototyping, man. Yeah. Well, the contact the contact link at the far right. That's always a good call. Yeah, that's like, what I thought. I mean, yeah. It, it feel it feels like I could. I could see how you would like feel like, oh, that's kind of like standard foundation-y thing, but like everyone's doing it for a reason. And that I feel reason like is it's, that yeah, I like, it I, th- I think it's a good idea. And especially for this kind of thing, uh, where you just want somebody to actually contact a human. So, cause once somebody yeah. starts talking to a human, you win. Totally. Um, totally. A couple notes. I see you have rounded rectangle or rounded radius on the bottom, but not the top. It just yep. looks a little strange. Um, your areas for like quantity, local and global supporting and more quote. The they're obviously grouped, but they're not very contained. What does contained so, mean? Yeah. So yeah, put a Brian. little box around them or something oh, to okay. separate a little bit. Yeah. Maybe or you have you... them stack over something else. I don't know. Or or you could like I mean so so my 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 sensibility says kind of like if if you wanted to even just like give like quote and and more like a different color background even mm-hmm. like that would that would be one way to accomplish that but i mean you'd have to you'd have to look at that kind of in yeah in context of the uh of, of kind of like the identity that they'd want to create right so mm-hmm. one of the things that i'd recommend looking at is like a, a google font mm-hmm. that's kind of a little may, maybe a little bit less um you know gr- grotesque in the typographic yeah. sense right? right yeah um but I'm I'm sure you've already. Yeah, I didn't, no, I didn't even get to the fonts yet. Yeah, I use dash apple dash system dash font. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna gonna work. Hey, it'll work on stuff in the fall. <laughs> yeah, only 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 the good stuff. So I you know I would have loved to do like you know like everybody does these days to have a full screen full width image. Yeah, I would have loved to do that, but these people. They, I, I've asked them many times, like, hey, if you give me some pictures, I can put pictures up in your site. Even if you look at the current site, they have this little carousel with, like, yeah. six pictures, and it sucks, because when I ask for pictures, they don't give me any. Uh-huh. And so I, I, I'm forced to take pictures from their Facebook page thing, and Facebook, of course, destroys uh, resolution. Yeah. So I really wanted to do the full-page hero but no, I couldn't. So what if you, I mean, so, so this is, this is kind of a not super amazing workaround for it, but it might be worth a shot. It might, it might work. I mean, what if you were to do the like text, yep. text overlay sort of Instagramify it? Yep. And so like, you do like a blurred background. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen like the, the U of M homepage recently. Uh, I didn't do this, but they have the, um, 
You know, uh, I, I just totally blanked. It's like, how do I go to the UMN homepage? Whoa. Also, a like, fun effect might be... the last part of your email address. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> in, in uh, Beta WebKit right now, and in Safari 9, yeah. there will be um, a blur property that oh. does very nice blurring, similar to how iOS and OS 10 have done it. I wonder if there's just a, a general blur homepage. property for something. Yeah, this uh, this video here is pretty cool. Gotta say, or I don't I, know, like what is it? Like, uh, oh, you click it and it goes to YouTube. Okay, well, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah. Is I it mean, like WebM so, or something? So, f- f- full disclosure, I did not work on this one bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, I I think they're doing some sort of. I think you're right. It's like some sort of WebM or even like a like a. Oh, it's just an MP4 with a video tag. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm... seriously? Um, yeah. Here, here, Brian. It's it's UMN. Dot edu. I didn't even know what that was, so you know, don't worry about that. And then if you click on something, you, you'll see it when you load in. It's oh, yeah. like the hero, yeah. And then it is this video playing in the background. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, it do- it doesn't need to. Is be- that using what SVG overlay for a mask? Um, no, it's there is it's an overlay file. Because then you can do SVG overlays really easily with images. Totally, yeah. It's just another PNG. I think it's just a transparent... I don't know what they did. No, yeah, yeah, no, it is literally just a transparent PNG with the letters that are transparent. Oh, that is is brilliant. (laughs) It it is sort of a hack, but it is a beautiful hack. It's... Yeah. yeah. I guess, like, that's that's the same sort of thing that, like, um... Oh, who was it? Was it, um... Oh, there's some other company that's doing this, and... uh, is it Stripe? I don't know. Let me take a look at Stripe's website quick. Uh, some, some like some like SaaS company, software as a service sort of thing was was doing that. It doesn't look like it's Stripe. Stripe is still like Bootstrap. 3. Yeah, mm-hmm, you can tell. I mean, I I really did want to do that that full hero. Um, yeah, because I, I I could totally do that that um you know blurred background with the text on top. You know, everybody does yeah. that, and that's that, and then I could have the boxes below it floating, you know, in little cards or something. I'm yeah. totally willing to do that. I just wish these uh, people would give me some more pictures. You know, it's a photo gotcha. booth. You think that they would be an expert in photography? <laughs> no, the the only pictures are from inside. the The pictures are only coming from inside the booth, as it were. I mean, kinda. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Photos slash image three. Uh. I don't know what are they using for their social media. It's not font awesome. Uh, at the U? Yeah, their main page. I'm just inspecting their page right now. Uh, I don't know. I think I think they have like a set of. Um, aren't those, I think aren't it's those just, just icons? Custom, I think it's just custom pings. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, there's no image tag inside of these list elements. So if if you if you inspect the list item class like social media YouTube. Uh, oh. You can see that it's actually just a a, a ping that yeah, they have it's, included uh, through it's, CSS. It's using like a sprite sheet. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the background or something. Okay. Yep. I always forget about that because I never I've never done it really till the summer. Yeah. I. The site not... looks pretty good though. I got to say. Yeah, I think it's I think Clean. it's all Drupal. Yeah. I, I don't know that 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 subdomain though that scares me away. I I'd have to agree to that. And there's there's a little spot at the bottom where they ask for your, your feedback, and I gave them that feedback. Oh well, like, here, hold, hold on, hold on while I type that in. What would I you think, in dash cities? Yeah, yeah. So is that a design issue or a technical issue? 
I think the reason why is that like, um, you know, I, and I say this having, having worked with, you know, other campuses before, like it's, it's cool if we acknowledge that, like in this case, the site is definitely like twin cities focused and there are other kind of equal peer sites on the other ones, Mm -hmm. but why it's twin dash cities is, that doesn't doesn't they make don't me happy. Be towards Minneapolis or Saint Paul. Yeah, exactly. I, I, well, I, I, I think it's probably good. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just don't. I don't like it. Words, but that could be a factor too, I suppose. Yeah, but I, I think Brennan, you have a better point with that. I, I mean, Brian, you're you're our resident Morris correspondent. How does it make you feel that UM at EDU it, were UM at EDU to to like point directly to a Twin Cities focus site? Um. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No. Well, I, I I like it. I think it's good. Yeah, the dash is annoying. It yeah. makes Morris seem much like a better uh, URL because it's just one word. One word yeah. Letters. Well, they yeah, could have done exactly, TC. Right? You know, everybody does TC for their Twin Cities subdomain. Yeah. What's what's the the code for Twin Cities campus and all the internal U of M stuff? Because Morris is like U M M O U M N M O. I think. I think for us it's UMNTC. Makes sense. Okay. But I, I could be wrong. Like I think there's a there's an article that I was um kind of well that that I was working on a while back um that I think were referred to as UMNTC and let me see if I can pull it up here. I had to type M O R R before my browser thoughts take me there. It won't take me to money.cnn. Nice. <laughs> Why? Nice. I think I uh wiped my browser history fairly recently in like the last month. So I haven't got it at all. I, I ran C cleaner on my mom's computer today and it got rid oh, of nice. three and a half gigs of garbage. Nice. Oh my gosh. That's intense. I know. Yeah. So I, th- I think our campus code is UMNTC. So like, um, uh, I, I don't think I worked on this article, but there was, there's, um, a post about how we're hosting the Moodle Moot contest, um, contest conference. I don't know. It might be a contest. What do I, what do I know about Moodle? But, um, the the conference is going to actually happen uh, the fourth through the sixth of August here in in Minneapolis. Really? So and it's it's going to be on campus. I think it's going to be mostly at McNamara, but I could be wrong. Well, that's kind of cool, um, except yeah. for the Moodle part. Yeah. Are, are are you a Moodle hater? I I won't I won't be sad if you are. But I've looked at the source code. Yeah. And I can't say that I'm proud that it was written in PHP. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that definitely is the same. Uh, perspective I have towards it, yeah. Hey, to, before we get too sidetracked from the U of M domain thing, I just want to point out that morris.umnedu redirects to www.morris.umnedu. Twin cities is just twin Rochester is r.umnedu. Duluth is d.umnedu and takes a significantly longer time for yeah. it to come back with anything. And Crookston is www.krk.umn.edu. You know, consistency is not our goal. See, is it is it dot dot crk.umn.edu like www.crk.umn.edu? Oh my gosh! And that site, of course, looks way more aged. The Morris one could use a big facelift too, but yeah, I think they just um, have students who don't want to put any effort in. I bet I don't blame not, them. Not, not who, effort, but who goes to yeah, these websites? Nobody. Without without going into too much detail, I do know that some of these sites are currently being over overhauled, may or may not, with the help of some of my colleagues. 
but you didn't hear that from me. And I definitely did not just say that on a podcast. Nah, it's fine. Nobody will listen to the fringe. Let's talk in Slack. Eh? Oh, yeah. beep, 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 beep. Yep. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll tinker around with the website and send you a new picture later then. Awesome. Looking forward to it. It looks really good. I mean, you know, it's, it's not nothing special. Um, I, 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 I felt bad for making him a website, you know, six years ago and not work. It's not working now. So why not? Yeah. And so they're, they're building. If you've ever taken the green line, their photo booth building is right, um, at the corner of the Raymond station. Oh, really? Nice. So if you've ever gone past the Dumpliner, which is a bar, it's yeah. just like a block down from that towards the U. Oh, wow. Yeah. So right, right off of Raymond, you yep. say? Yep. Oh, nice. Oh, super cool. I can't believe you actually are talking in Slack. What? <laughs> you just hear my keyboard going... Well, I'm reading it. I didn't actually know you were going to do it. Click, 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 etc. Oh, and how do you, how do you feel about when pages end in like .html or .php? <laughs> That's a good question. Do you feel strongly against it? I I do. I, I well, so on anything I create, I feel strongly against it. Um, <laughs> but if if another person creates it, then I'm less likely to be upset about it. Yeah. But I it's a it's a certain point of pride for me that my URL should just end without extensions because people shouldn't need to know whether it's a PHP thing I'm doing or an HTML thing. Man, that sounds all... so reasonable. Anyway, however, there was a time when a site that I was maintaining before we moved to our new CMS, um, we had like, you know, a half dozen different rules that were in conflict in in the HD access and kind of Apache config file. So oh, yeah. we. We only have access to the HD access file because the our our um uh what do you uh, where, the, the config was blocked, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. like that's totally reasonable. They should be able to config whatever they need to config on their end. Yeah. But basically as a result we only had like a subset um, nope. access to a subset of it. That happens pretty much everywhere. No, totally. But um so we had to do the, all these things like um I don't I uh, okay. Rewrite it and yeah. Stuff like that. Um, I, I do, th- I do think that it probably makes the most sense to do your best. And that's my thought, especially in the age of rails and, yeah. you know, express. Off the rails. And I just got on the rails. I can't, I can't get off the rails already. Never use rails. <laughs> uh, I'm using a pretty loose foundation. I don't think I should support rails. <laughs> I was part of the awesome. first software design class at Morris that, of recent time that used Node.js and full standard modern web technologies over Rails. Nice. Oh. You, so you, awesome. didn't ha- you didn't have to use, um, like, Groovy or something? Nope. <laughs> Aren't you like Groovy? Yeah, last class to go through that. Yeah, he, he shared some of his workings with me, and it's like, wow. Yeah, you have fun with that. Yeah, this is what I... Groovy. I mean, that whole project they did... You know, a person working on that by themselves probably could have done it in a week. I think that's what Max Marty did. Yeah, that's what—that's pretty much what I heard. Like, everybody's project became his at the end. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. Because cause you could, you know, each each section of that class, you would rotate your team. 
and you would pick whosever version you wanted to continue going forward. And by the <laughs> end, everybody had picked Max's. Oh my gosh! And but I mean, part of that class is focusing on agile things. And but yeah, the the final results are you could do in you know a f- several weeks on your own. My page for my class was probably I don't. You could get it done in a couple weeks by yourself solo. Yeah. No problem. But, you know, I took a whole class half a semester because no one knows what they're doing, and then there's just horrible communication, and people are pulled from one thing, put into another, so people yeah. can relearn. I mean, it's 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 kind of funny, like, you know, even um even within our own classes, like, there's such a gulf of difference. Oh, totally. Absolutely. Are we are we having the delay again before we before we start? Yeah, start recording? you, you I are. Think we're severely. You you are stuttering sometimes. No, the last I was listening to the last I was listening to the last episode um a couple you know or I guess bit. last you did it it's hilarious <laughs> I am I am really out of sync aren't I like yeah. super duper out of sync kinda let me so before we before we move into the show yeah I will try with a different computer okay good luck Give me a sec. yep thanks see you on the other side yep not back in five minutes you know call for help that that thing yeah yep. do that okay Over good luck out. good luck good luck hey no we can talk about him man that brandon he knows all about those you know man workings man yeah i kind of wish i i jumped into the the maintaining things sometimes. yeah that's pretty cool yeah i don't know it seems like a cool student job definitely i'm not work study eligible though so i pretty much asked that yeah but i could set up lights in theaters now instead so that's cool well that's good too or one one space and other uh, extra rooms, but yeah. Brandon should just use Ethernet because that's the savior for everything. It really is. Yesterday at my house, the the iMac. So I I have the iMac has you know Wi-Fi in it. Yep. And when I when I came home at the beginning of the summer, I took the iMac to my sister's room, who was living in her own apartment this summer mm-hmm. and during the school year, and I had the iMac connected via Wi-Fi. Hey, Brandon. Hi, everybody. Hey. Ooh, video. I know this. This is the camera-enabled one. Is this? This seems like it's much better. Is it much better? It it does seem to work better. Yay! Yeah. Looks, looks you, haven't, good now. you haven't broken up yet, at least. Up uh, what? Uh, huh? What? What? <laughs> what? Huh? Huh? No, that totally wasn't faked. Nah. I feel like the first part was. At least it sounded really convincing. The first part. Aw, thanks. Thanks for thanks for throwing me that bone, Brian. But yeah, anyway, as I was saying, while you're gone, Brandon, briefly. So the iMac is Wi-Fi. Yeah, you know, and uh, Discovery D issues. It would just mm-hmm. not stay connected. Have to reboot it a couple times to get a connection. Updated to ten ten four with MDNS responder back. Didn't really help too much. So I got my old Airport Express. Had that connect to the network via Wi-Fi, and then Ethernet that to the iMac, and then all all seems to work from there. Oh, nice. It's interesting because that that airport is running software older than before the Discovery D switch. I don't know when that firmware was released, but yeah. So it seems to be um, just fine, and it's of course probably not running OS ten or any flavor of it. Mm-hmm. Would, oh, maybe not. Maybe though. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Before we get started, sure. let's do it. I will put a marker in whenever you're ready. Let's mark it. Marked. Go.
Woohoo! Ended on time. Ah, yeah. Ah, yeah. Man, that's that, cool. was that the first was that the first one ever that we've ended on time? I, I don't think is. I've ever actually put a marker in at zero seconds. Nice. Well, that was zero seconds for you. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I have the recording, so I win. Are you are you that's gonna true. are you gonna not edit this to be exactly forty five minutes? No, it'll probably end up being a little bit more because of the intro and outro music. Mm. I suppose. Yeah. Gotcha. But still pretty close. Hey, I forgot to talk to you guys about um, JavaScript Minnesota, other than those people I followed from JavaScript Minnesota. Yeah, how was that this week? It was, it was actually quite cool. Yeah, um, I heard it was had, about uh, WebAssembly. Is, is that one of the topics there? That's right. It was, it was the main one. We had a, kind of a joint meetup with another group that's like Web Design Minnesota or something that's like cool. that. Um, it, it was really cool because, you know, it, believe it or not, designers have an interest in Web, WebAssembly too. Um, but it's, it's kind of fascinating, right? Because the point of WebAssembly is really to... Um, to allow people to write in whatever language they're most yep. comfortable in, mm-hmm. and just have that stuff compiled to something you can run in a browser, which is like, well, you know, it's 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 like that video that we keep bringing back up every single week. You know, oh, totally. JavaScript is the future that hosts Firefox, <laughs> that hosts Windows ninety five inside of Firefox inside of Chrome. What a great video! Totally, totally. It, it was really awesome. Uh, uh, a good friend of mine, and I say good friend of mine. Um, when I actually mean I met him like twice and he presented at JavaScript Minnesota twice and I think he's a really cool person um, which is to say that he's a really good acquaintance who I think is doing good work. Um, his name is Dan, Dan Menson. Um, he is a boss, a literal boss and um, in the last like five minutes he was like, oh, I also wrote this this C program and uh, it compiles with Inscripten to, to WebAssembly. Yeah, so Inscripten um, or not to WebAssembly, but to to like asm.js. Yep. But mm-hmm. um, then the end result is that you can run the darn thing in a browser, and you're like literally evaluating a C program in Chrome. No, the real question is, is it as fast? No. See? <laughs> I mean, he he literally just basically wrote a routine that called a print statement. Yeah, um, I I, so, I I know, but, but you know, the war game has proven that JavaScript. <laughs> Is like Java in that it's slow and it's not going to make a difference. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe eventually, but I guess the right now it's kind of a cool factor stage. But eventually, yeah. eventually, I guess you know, at some point, at some point, you know, all the computers we use will be fast enough that we don't care if it goes a little bit slower anymore. Mm-hmm. And what instead we'll care about is the massive interoperability because what doesn't have a browser? Yeah, right. I mean, that's basically the point of Chromebooks and, uh, and the and the MacBook One, right? And the watch. Yeah, exactly. Does JavaScript run on the watch? Uh, I mean, JavaScript Core is probably on there, so probably. And, and there is, there's like a, you know, there's, there's I, I a would no like to specifically send my web browser crashing website page to your watch. <laughs> do you mind if I do? Give it a go. Why not? Uh, That's the worst. Hope, hope you didn't want those 512 megs of memory. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe someday. Yeah. Something else we didn't mention was: Did you, did you hear about the Intel Micron 3D X point memory? I did not hear no. about that. What's this? It's. Uh, I was linked to it by Snuffy, who was on the WWDC podcast. Yeah. Ryan. Um. Just because it, I I hadn't seen it on Twitter till I was a little behind. But yeah, he we were talking a little bit. Anyway, um, uh, a thousand times faster, Link much, the show much notes. better endurance, and ten times more dense than NAND. It's not mm-hmm. quite as um, fast as RAM memory, but it's 
very fast and it's non-volatile and so well that's pretty cool nice yeah the, den- totally the density is going to make a huge difference yeah and i was looking i was reading an article on wired that was saying you know you could do things so sending it off to amazon AWS or something to do a bunch of processing you can just do it on your own disk because it can read and write fast enough nice did you um Speaking of hardware news, man, I love having multiple shows at once. Did you see this week's rumors? I guess it was earlier last week, I guess, of the next generation NVIDIA graphics cards with more than 32 gigs of memory? Yeah, that's I saw ridiculous. That. It, it I is didn't ridiculous. See that. Outrageous. That's, oh my gosh. If I were to purchase one of those for use with my desktop over there, like, <laughs> oh man. That would be ridiculous. It would have like four times as much memory as so, the computer so itself does. The, the, the rumor is 17 billion transistors and 32 gigabytes of virtual memory or VRAM for video memory. Oh, man. Um, and, and they're skipping HBM1, which is the um, heterogeneous memory. So, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know exactly what that means, but it's whatever AMD started. And somehow NVIDIA isn't even going to use the first one. They're going to use the second one, HBM2. <laughs> Nice. They can do that because they're NVIDIA. Yeah, they really can. They do They do what they want. Kind of makes me sad that I just bought a 970, but not really. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Do you remember? Was that, which, which card is that replacing? Um, so it was replacing my 670. Okay. Are you putting that in the one with the broken fan? Uh, I'm repairing that one's fan. I'm giving that one to my dad, and my 670 is going into the computer across from me. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Now, if the, if the yeah. fan is unrepairable, as it turns out, uh, I guess what I might do with it is, like, I guess we could get, like, a like a cooler block, like, you know, one of those water coolers for graphics cards. Kind of yeah. overkill for a, uh, a 660, but it would work. Yeah. True. So we'll see. So do you, you don't do very much gaming, do you, Ryan? I play Guild Wars. Okay. Does that would that use a nine seventy to its potential or what? What if I told you that it wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, I've got a seven sixty Ti in, in my uh, in my like custom tower, and it's it literally exists so I can play like Half Life yeah. in a non stuttery fashion, or like load web pages and, in and, a non stuttery fashion. What, what does Half Life get for frames now? Like eight hundred frames per second? I don't know, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I have I have a, a 760 that works great. I don't know. I get I can almost ultra any game yep. that I that I play, which is not much. So no, totally same here. I I basically basically don't play video games. I mean, I guess what I was getting the uh, 974 was future proofing, mm-hmm. and yep. um, I intend to get a higher resolution monitor. Oh, nice! So you four monitors too, right? Uh, I went down a monitor actually. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Sounds like there's a story behind that one. Uh, so <laughs> the 670 has two DVI ports, a, a, a mini display, or not mini, just a regular mini uh, display port, and an HDMI port. The new mm-hmm. card, the 970, is stupid and only has one DVI, three display ports, and one HDMI. And oh, I don't gosh. have another cable for mini disp- or regular display port. So I, I, I went down one monitor. So instead of four, I have three now. Which is fine. The other one is just sitting here off. I don't care. But adapters. But you know how much an adapter for DVI to DisplayPort is? It costs like a fortune. A lot. For yeah, no totally. reason. Especially for DisplayPort. Yeah. 
So I can get the cable on Amazon for 10 bucks, and it's like, well, okay, fine, I'll just do it. But I didn't do it yet. Yeah. Okay. And the real reason I didn't do it yet, and I'm kind of okay losing a monitor, is when this monitor would sleep, the one I'm pointing at, the one that's off, the one I'm not using, mm-hmm. when it would go to sleep, it would hum. Ooh. Would you say that there was uh, coil wine? Uh, capacitor <laughs> wine. Well, oh. yeah. Yeah. So whenever the, I, the I don't own capacitorwine.com, Ryan. So you, you, you own that one too, huh? <laughs> now, now, now I do. Oh I do. man, you you cannot buy domains. It is too dangerous. We still haven't done that episode yet. That uh, might have to be next week. You know, we should do on, it. I just depending renewed, on how much. I just renewed uh, Ryan Ampersad and Ryan Ame. Nice. Let's see. Capacitor wine is. Da, 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 da. It is available, fifteen fifty. It's all yours. You know, all Hover has some pretty expensive rates. I had to pay thirty dollars for both domains, like together. Oh, really? See, I'm using Gandhi.net now. Um, I, I'm still on Namecheap. They have my credit card already. You know, it's funny because those are probably all cheaper than Hover. Yeah, well, I, I like Gandhi a lot. It's it's still it's still like more expensive than the least expensive, but it's it's, it's I've I've I like them a lot. Do, and, do you get you know, email? Uh, yeah, you do get free email and oh. you do get free um, SSL certs. I think just one cert, and it's just like a regular level cert. It's not like an extended validation. All or anything I like want that. is email. It, 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 they give you email. I think they give you like at least one account, which is, you know, pretty darn okay. Email alias. Oh yeah, you can do as, oh. like, as many aliases as you want. Why I does think. Hover suck so much? I, I think they're just like, I mean, they're nice, but they're nice in like a very specific way. And one of those ways is like offering who is privacy protection on like some sites for free. Well, they're nice in the way that they sponsor all the podcasts except this one, right? Hover. They com, fund all right? fav- podcasts. Yep. Well, not not after this conversation. Oh. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder if Gandhi would sponsor us. No. Because we get one hey, view per month. Why don't we just go to GoDaddy? Um, I I remember <laughs> there was this Linux podcast that I used to watch, and. They they um they hated their sponsor, which was GoDaddy, but they had to do it because they needed the money to do the show, and uh, it was just so funny. Um, because uh, one of the hosts, it was a video podcast. One of the hosts would, mm-hmm. you know, do that live ad read, and the other one would be like, mm, you know, miming the other guys like praising uh Danica or praising GoDaddy for their support or whatever, and the other guys just like, you know, silently mouthing off at him. Not too funny. And it, and it works because nobody from GoDaddy ever watched no, the show. No, and it was a great joke anyway. Nice. Yeah. Well, do we need to pick show titles? Yes, yeah? we do need a show title. What's, what's the URL for your GitHub? My GitHub? Yeah. Uh, so there are a couple. The current one that's like public and actually has stuff on it is um, just. Uh, well, I'll put them both in the show notes. At um, uh, Skyline Project, and the other one is. Oh, I, of course, put an ampersand in there and assumed that would work. (laughs) Sorry. It would be cool if it did, but... Oh, that's a nice picture of me. How did that get there? Oh, Gravatar. First, uh, follow. Aw, thanks, guys. Yeah, I think I'm going to have to start transferring ownership of some of my repos over to this one. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You can do that. Did you hear about the... The thing of the Git folder being in the root level of a bunch of sites. Yeah. Yeah. I tested that out on mine, and it looks like that's not a thing. But Got to watch out, though. 
That's true. That's true. Uh, you know, I, I was just panicking too because a lot of my stuff is on Heroku, or if it's not on Heroku, it's on DigitalOcean. Yep. And if it's on DigitalOcean, that's something that I control, and it's my fault if you know it starts blurring spam at people. I just well, got one Heroku of my. Heroku is built on Git, so. Yeah. Hopefully, they're smart enough to block that. It seems like they are. I mean, I, I, you know, if you check out johnsonmen.org, which, by the way, is still hosted on Heroku and still up, even though I said I was going to take it down like a like a month ago. It's fine. Um, it's probably going to stay up forever, complete with uh, interstellar pun exactly. in, the, in the header. But um, I'm just not going to update it. That's but okay. It, it, does, it doesn't look like you can get it to get, uh, you know, the .git folder yeah. very mm-hmm. much at all. I mean... Granted, I checked after that, so who knows? Salesforce could have gone in and been like, "Oh, actually, we'll just remove all that stuff." But I really liked what was happening with your site, uh, Ryan, the one where it would redirect it to the you like that article of with, with like tips yep. for how to use. So that was awesome. So there's there's a reason it does that. So when I moved blogs from the Chronicle blog to my new blog, I don't use mm-hmm. anyway. I wanted all the Google juice to continue to work, and instead of using 304s, is that right? Mm-hmm. Or 301s? I mean, um, yeah. Instead of doing that, which is good, uh, I would have had to like manually find all the permalinks, and that would have sucked. Mm-hmm. So what I did instead is I made a plugin on the new site to to ask the old site, hey, does this permalink that somebody's asking for on the new site that doesn't exist, does that exist there? And if it does, it'll redirect correctly. If it doesn't, it'll 404 on the main site. Nice. So it, that's that's how it works, right? So it's it's basically like... So it's, somewhere along the line, strips out the period and just starts searching for Git. Yeah. So so WordPress in general will try to correct a slug automatically. Oh. And, and and so what what's happening is you're asking for some fake page on my real site, and then the real site asks my old site, "Does this page exist?" And the old page says, "No, it doesn't." Hmm. But Git appears as the first word in this particular post. So then it says it does, and then it redirect the new site redirects to the old site, and you th- you're there. That's awesome. It is really cool, super hacky, but it works because I don't get any traffic. You got a couple links yesterday. I got enough links to crash my MySQL server. Yeah, how did that happen? I, I still don't know, man. I, it ran out of memory. That's what happened, by the way. But still don't oh. know. Oh, did and the- and huge huge shout out to our good friend Andrew Bailey for telling me about it. Hello, Andrew Bailey. How's it going? Hi, Andrew. You seem like a cool person, even though I haven't met you. He's very cool. Digital, digital high fives right now, and you can't see them, but trust that they're there. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know what caused it to crash. I, I, I've known, I, in the past, I've been botted a lot, but who knows? Could have been anything. Can you check like the GA referrers or anything like that? Or I guess you could even check well, uh, the logs. So I, I, I did look at the um, analytics, and the analytics didn't even report that I was down. Which is concerning, which makes me wonder really how good those are. Yeah, I um, mean, I've yeah, Google yeah. Analytics has been pretty useless for me for a long time now mm-hmm. in in work and in in non work things. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how I felt about it too. And then I tried looking at like the system log, and the system yeah. log just told me about you know when it crashed or when when it ran out of memory. And mm-hmm. Apache is what told it to, to to leave. Like Apache noticed that it was running out of memory, and Apache told it to close, which was kind of interesting. So it's yeah. not like it seg faulted itself. Uh, so it was it was a safe out of memory shutdown. If that's, that's a thing. Um, I don't know. Don't know. Still don't know. It hasn't Sequel. happened since, so it's okay. 
MySQL. What's that? I mean, I haven't it's, restarted it's, the computer or that server in like three months. Let's give it more RAM. It's, yeah, toss some more RAM at it. Well, but it but it's a VPS. So I can't give it more RAM. I'd have to pay more. Have you thought about Mongo? MongoDB. But it's WordPress. Just write a wrapper around Mongo. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna write a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write a wrapper for MySQL for WordPress to Mongo. Yeah, sure. Yeah, or, or, or Redis. You should try Redis. I think oh. you'd really like Redis. So, so literally maybe, running out of memory yeah. more. Maybe maybe React would work. Or uh, I think we're just throwing out buzzwords now. <laughs> I just I just think the synergy would be just spectacular. Well, I I mean I could I'd go for some <laughs> Angular, I suppose. <laughs> Might be an angle on that I'm missing though. Or just or go all out and use Hadoop. Yeah. Well, yeah. MapReduce. Maybe maybe we should put this in the parking lot. Uh, I think we might need to put this in the parking lot overnight. <laughs> oh wait, 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 I got it. Microsoft's SQL Server. <laughs> no, that's way too realistic. That might Oracle's... actually that might actually have uptime. But Oracle but but really, I, we definitely do need a sh- episode title. What do you want? What do you want to pick here? Oh yeah, we do have to pick that, don't we? I'm I'm liking WebKit as Bay, even though we had a Bay title for the last one. Guilt hacking is cool. Um, I, I really hub, like guilt hacking. The hub of nothing is pretty darn. Hub cool of nothing too. is good too. As a WebKit fan, I like WebKit as Bay. But what was the last Bay one? What was that? Oh, uh, check it out. It probably came out of my face because I have a propensity to say you, Bay. You definitely said it because I remember typing it. Uh, I'm going to the PodKit thing. Uh. It wasn't episode seven or six or five. I don't think it no. actually ever happened. I think it was a fringe title. Wasn't oh it? well, see, I don't actually know how to do that. How do you do? Well, how do you sort fringes? Who made the CMS? No, where's the fringe title? It was WPA is Bay because oh, we were talking about Wi-Fi. Right, right. Yes, that is correct. It's the fringe for uh, seven. seven. Yeah. Well, it could be an episode title then. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Look, look the, the CMS handled your Unicode travesty properly. Oh, uh, yeah. Unicode Travesty. That's going to be the Springs title. Oh, that's perfect. <laughs> um, hold on. I'll put the... Uh, what would you like for subtitle? I was... Okay. I'll I'll put the special character in because okay. I want a map. Can Sounds good. Really yeah, easily. excellent. A subtitle? Uh, I remember which one it is. Oh, first try. Nice. I, I think we could do uh, continuing a non-joke would be probably good. Okay, or, that sounds or good. Guilt, or guilt hacking. We can save guilt hacking for later, though, too. If we so, yeah. I, or go all in WebKit Safari and just go Safari or nothing else. Should we do that? <laughs> yeah, I'm, li- I'm liking that now, too. Let's go all in. Okay. I think you, you said that in pretty much the same sentence, too. Well, you know. <laughs> what can I say? I've I've got the Mr. Showtime Master. You know, on on shows that I produce, um, there's there's generally a person who says all the show titles. <laughs> yeah, I what I'm I'm eminently quotable or something, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> or something. Something. Or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> At least I say things that can eventually be funny, maybe. Funny, maybe. Yeah, I think we recorded that at the Nexus once that. We had no titles the entire time. It was just like, uh, you know, that, that that happens. You know, the the news is dry. I I I forget how to make jokes. I don't know. <sighs> you know, it happens. It happens. Do we we have just, that's okay. 
Do we need a subtitle for The Fringe? Uh, no, no, subtitles are only for shows. Because if there were a subtitle for The Fringe, I think you just said it, even though I don't remember what it was anymore. Wow, that's not a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll, was, put, um, I'll put a marker here so I re-listen. Re- I think it was like, I, I forgot how to make jokes or something. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, that I think that was the one. But anyhow, um, on that note, what are you guys up to this week? Um, on Thursday, my mom and grandmother and I are going up to Craigens, which is a resort up north. Oh, how nice. Yeah, we're going to spend the weekend there, so that'll be fun. Nice. Where's that? Up uh, north? It's uh, in Brainerd. Okay. Oh, cool. Nice. Um, yeah. I was just up over by Lake Vermilion, which is, I think, a little bit a little bit east of there. Um, it's a cool area, the yep. north. Mm-hmm. Nice. How about you? Do you mean do you mean something's ever go up north? Yeah, how about you, Brian? Um, I'm I'm going bowling on Thursday. I've been going bowling like twice a week for the last month and a half. Well, that sounds good. There's a Brunswick and Eden Prairie, or any Brunswick. There's a summer deal where twenty nine dollars, and then you can go three times a day. Sorry, three games in a pair of shoes once a day nice. if it's before eight Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Thursday or something, and before four if it's on the weekend until September seventh. So. I bought this like a month and a half ago, and I'm going twice a week. I'm actually buying a bowling ball on Saturday. Oh, cool. You're getting real intense then. I'm not even that good, but, you know, why not? Yeah. No, super cool. My highest score is a 130. That's good. Nice. My highest score is like 80. That's in Wii Bowling. <laughs> oh, well, Wii Bowling. Now, you know, you can you can just cheat yourself with Wii Bowling. I, I like the the Wii remote always like twists in my yep. hand as I try to do it. So it's like ah, kind of like tennis. Uh, no, I, I play... was a master at Wii tennis. Uh, I so... played Wii Fit once, and I did like eight hundred hula hoops. I can't yeah. hula hoop in real life. Well, um, me neither. That's how it goes. Um, I played a Super Monkey Ball bowling game with some friends. Nice. It was. I I got you know you stuck with the like four characters. And you know, it's it's a video game, so you can't like bulk or at least just have a, a line of all would go going back and forth. Mm-hmm. And you'd either have low uh, low power but good accuracy, slower panning, or really fast but really powerful. And I of course got stuck with that, so I I missed like all but maybe four shots mm-hmm. the entire game. Nice. It's bad. Yeah. I don't know. I, I can't believe I missed Ruby at Man this week. It would have been cool to go, but I've, I've you know I've been telling myself I'd go for like the past two meetups, and I guess that probably indicates that you know it might not be at a good time for me because probably not. You know, after you miss two, you it's like mm-hmm. well, it's kind of tough if it's on a Monday. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that was it. I was going to go to JavaScript Minnesota, but I was busy. We're live streaming them now. Really? Oh, you are. Yeah, I think I think there might even be a link. Let me see if I can check it out. I forgot oh, about that. Well, link, if but... there's a link, I'll just uh, watch it. I know, right? Um, this last one, I I'd be kind of interested interested to hear what your what your thought is because, oh my gosh, there are people who Save talked about it. There are people who are talking about. Um, so I, I posted that talk about you know the the history of JavaScript. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah. Dan Menton, who is that person who how, I how called you, my friend. How do you even see those comments? How do you see them? Yeah. Do you have to log in to see comments? Am I blind? Uh, 
on on the on the meetup. I'm not yeah. sure. I'll put it in the fringe notes okay. here. Okay. Let's see if that that maybe that works. Oh, Does I found work? him. I found him. Yeah. Yeah. Dan Menson is such a cool person. I think the video is right here. It's a uh, Randall Meeker is the guy who who handles that. Yeah. Sure enough. Very oh, nice. look at that. Very How cool. fancy is that? Did, are you, do you guys see the link there? Otherwise, I'll add it to the... Yeah, I found the link. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's kind of a long thing. I will live. Ah. Yeah, so there's... there's um, I mean, you'll, you'll see at the end where, where Dan kind of steals the show and, and shows the example that really kind of just puts everything together. But um, the whole talk was really quite good. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, the, there's some things I think that, you know, that I know Dan particularly took issue with, and I, I kind of took issue with too. But we were all learning, so it was it was a cool, um, it was cool to see somebody talk about it who'd kind of explored it a little bit more deeply than I had. I mean, this is right in my alley, you know, web developer, compiler expert. What could what could be better for me? Totally right. Yeah. So like that that's one of the things that we're tr- I I think that JavaScript Minnesota is really trying to like move towards is becoming like less about like how to react <laughs> right or, or yeah yeah or how, I, I, how to absolutely. angulate yep and and look at it more like so this is a language that we that some dude wrote in like fifteen fifteen days or twelve days or whatever and yet we're still using it you know twenty years later why the heck are we doing this? What does it offer us and where are we going as, as a, like a language thing? Cause there are already groups for, for stuff like angular. There's already groups for stuff like node, but one of the things that JavaScript Minnesota can really do well is like, what, what is this language? What, what does it mean for it? You know, almost in a computer science sense in a really like, um, in, in that sense, you know, we can also, um, I think there's some talk of like doing some like uh, events for people who to get people like into JavaScript. Yeah, you know, definitely. Like, very very intro kind stuff. Of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yep. But there's also going to be I, I think that you know there's definitely been some talk or definitely some interest in like moving more towards stuff like what we had this this past month. So. Definitely. Cool. This is this is more conceptual rather than practical at this point, and I think that's really interesting. Yeah. Totally. Well, yeah. If you guys, if you guys watch it, it'll be cool to hear what you think. I know it's like two and a half hours there. But, you know, I've got uh, nothing but time, so I think I'll be doing that. I, you know, it's kind right. of a car, kind of a car trip up there, so I can That's stream. True. That's true. I've got oh, gigabytes yeah? to burn. Nice. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I can download I going, it. Oh yeah, you can, can't yeah. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. YouTube. But I, yeah, when I was when I was driving up north, um, there was like a uh, my my friend and I we were watching. Um, I don't remember what we were watching on Netflix. Some some show on Netflix, and I realized how ridiculous it was that I was streaming at like you know 500 megabytes per show, um, all all the stuff, and it didn't matter because I have like you know how however many gigabytes in a family plan, right? Yeah. And I I actually had to ask my my uh, family to to up our our share plan yep. for when we were when I was in San Francisco for Signal because mm-hmm. we actually ran ran up to it and every month since we've never been able to hit it so hopefully we'll be bringing it back down soon but yeah it's like yeah data and now I've got um the the hotspot which is still I mean because if you if you got an overage on Verizon they'd like come to your house and steal your leg yeah and then like and then like punch you in the face with a stapler yeah. and the bill on exactly. your forehead. Right. What are the overage charges? I know for, I think, AT&T, it's, for every gigabyte over, it's $10. Yeah, it's, it's something like that. I think Verizon it might even be $25 per per gig over, no, per meg. I think it's like $25 per meg over. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. if if you go over on T-Mobile, uh, John Legear flies to your house and mugs you personally. <laughs> yeah. Well, the uh, the uh, like international costs are ridiculous. I think AT and T it's per uh, uh, megabyte. It's like eighteen dollars. Yeah, I I don't know if I like. I'm just leaving everything Verizon home whenever I go international again. I'm just gonna go there and I'm gonna buy a SIM card from, yep. you know, whatever carriers there and just do their pay-as-you-go plan for however many days. Yep. Like I, like after after working with three, I'm just like, yeah, basically anyone is better than Verizon if I can if I'm in a different country. But I like, will, mm-hmm. you know, using my iPhone, which is now unlocked. Hooray! Yeah. Yay! Awesome. What else as it is, I. I'm not restoring. I won't restore this. So, mm-hmm. we'll just hope it connects when I put a SIM card in it. I mean, you could try it with somebody else's SIM card, right? Yeah, YOLO. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't know what it does. In the, I don't want to mess anything up. But like, what would happen? Like, Android can change SIM cards, and it doesn't even care. I mean, iOS can too. I, I just don't know how it affects like iMessage. Wow. Oh, text at a phone number level. I yeah, just I've never have done it, so I, yeah, I'm okay. looking to it. I'm assuming yeah. I'll lose my iMessage to my U.S. number after a few weeks. Well, that sucks. Not right away. But I'll just yeah. be like, all right, I message my email. Yeah. Yeah. So, for Ryan, you used T-Mobile before, right? I am T-Mobile. You, you are T-Mobile right now. You yeah. okay. are T-Mobile. Do you, do you get LTE through T-Mobile or yes. any sort of 4G thing? Yep. Okay. Pure, pure LTE. Here, I'll run a speed test for you right now in nice. the basement, no less. Do uh, it. Uh, let's see here. Turn off Wi-Fi. Go over here to the FCC Speed app. Nice. Uh, you know, I like to support their, um, you know, um, anti-AT&Tification. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so there it goes. It's going, spinning, spinning. I've connected to LTE. <laughs> I don't think that would do anything. Or or do the, the thing where that Android vulnerability is released. Oh, man, isn't that terrible? Oh, totally. Um. I'll it, sit it, back and, watch. and it's a and it's a worse back. vulnerability than they've had before for text messages. So in the totally. basement, I'm getting 11.6 down. Nice. Oh, that's awesome. I will run a speed test on mine. I have two bars right now. It's great. I used to get five. I don't know what happened. Yeah, I. T- and I, you know, I get a measly 2.5 up, but whatever. I'm in a basement. Yeah, totally. See, like I'm, I'm running into something weird with my, with my hotspot, right? Yeah. I, f- it should, it should get LTE. Like mm-hmm. I checked the band, it like it, it is capable of it. Right. But my T-Mobile SIM, for whatever reason, like ever since I swapped to T-Mobile to using the T-Mobile SIM, it's only ever got 2G, and like it's pulling at best a half meg down and like point zero one meg up, um, which is like I don't know. You could go to like a T-Mobile store and ask them to reset it. They might be able yeah. to do it. I've heard I've yeah. heard people like um, from my mom's phone on Straight Talk. I remember a lot of people, you know, complaining um, that one week they would have LTE perfectly and no problem, and then the next week they would have nothing. Mm-hmm. And then they would just go call in, ask them to reset the account, whatever that means, and then they would suddenly just get LTE back. Okay, huh? Maybe and I, I'll do it. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was similar for. AT or uh, T-Mobile. Yeah, totally. So yeah. check out the results. I have an AT and T right now. I yeah. got a nice LTE, point four five down and three point nine one up. Wait, wait. I haven't did seen you, did you? What did you say for down? Seriously? Wow. Point four five megs down. 
Usually I get like 14. Yeah, well, you know, high saturation. Everybody's up right now, right? Yeah, it's that 10.30 peak. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, 10.30 peak. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe that should be our... That uh, is a really good French title. <laughs> Next week, eh? Or, or redo it. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I I really think we should do Unicode Travesty and then that that 1030 peak is the subtitle. Oh, okay, I can do it. If if you're down for it, I Ryan. can do it. Yeah. Does that mean re- you're re-implementing the whole site? No, I'll just I'll just I'll just uh, sneak it in somewhere. Add a hyphen. Call it good. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, I guess I'll let you go. All right. Some of you need to sleep. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. I'm I'm starting what will hopefully be a really awesome project tomorrow, and Very hopefully nice. I can tell you guys more about it next time. Sounds but, good. Um, we'll we'll have to see if it happens or not. But yeah, I'm hoping it will. So some sometime next week then, Tuesday, sometime Wednesday sounds good. Tuesday, Wednesday uh, sounds. Let's see. I'm trying to remember. I have. St- uh, hold on. I might maybe put it in my calendar. It's at least my work one. Some days don't work super well for me. Next week, the fourth Tuesday does not work. Monday does not work. Thursday does not work. How about Wednesday? Let's call it Wednesday. Tentatively, yes. Sounds good. Probably. No problem. Sweet. I'll put it in my calendar. Wonderful. All right. Glorious. Well, thanks, guys. Yep. Have a good week. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye. There you go. Podcast number eight. That's right. Number eight. Uh, I would like to do the title read right now. It is not Wednesday. It's Tuesday, and it's the 28th. Uh, I'm going to actually do two title reads, which has never happened before, ever before. I've never done this, so we're going to see how this goes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lubricate first. Lubrication. That's right. Hear that? That's mango peach water. Delicious. This is PodKit, Episode 8, WebKit is Bay, on Tuesday, July 28th, 2015, and now, Safari or nothing else. This episode of PodKit is hosted by Brandon Johnson, Brian Mitchell, and Ryan Rampersad. This episode of PodKit has show notes at thenexus.tv slash pk8. This is The Fringe, Unicode Travesty, on Tuesday, July 28th, 2015, and now that 10.30 peak. This episode of The Fringe was recorded for PodKit number 8, which you can find at thenexus.tv slash pk8. Anyway, guys, have a good one, and I will see you later.